Seeking the Wise Wise. With Aaron and Alexander discussing the just philosophy. Covering self-development, emotional processing, conscious relationships, and five levels of overall wellness. Wise, wise, inward journey. Episode 10, Experiences Explained. Why is this happening to me? Stevie cried out loud as she drove home from work. She was still in the act of processing the disappointment of earlier that day. After receiving an email that she did not get the job at the Montessori school that she had interviewed for the previous Saturday. To make the situation even more trying... She had not had an in-depth interaction with Stan since Friday evening when they had their get-together with Rio and Haven. She was dying to find out what Stan thought of the new neighbors, which had left her feeling overly anxious all weekend. She also missed not having his grounded and logical perspective for her to bounce her thoughts off of, leaving her feeling incomplete. To her, Stan was her security. He was always there to offer her a real-life view to consider, even if she resisted hearing it half the time. On Saturday, Stan was away going over the upcoming job specs with his new work crew as they spent a full day of team bonding at the launch of every new project. When he arrived home that night, Stevie was already asleep, laying her head down early after battling with a migraine throughout the day. On Sunday morning, Stan slept in but then was out the door quickly to meet up with his buddies for a full day of football watching. It was just how the weekend fell, and Stevie had to keep reminding herself that she wasn't being neglected. However, her negative thoughts would take over, creating more tears and more hurt feelings. As she pulled into the driveway, another surge of emotion hit as she failed to spot Stan's car. She needed emotional support now, and he wasn't able to be there for her. The thought of being alone with all of these feelings was overbearing. As she headed toward the front porch, she overheard a car door shutting from the direction of Rio and Havens. Without thinking, she dropped her purse and ran towards their driveway, desperately calling out, Rio, Rio, are you you there? Haven, upon hearing what sounded like cries for help, perked up and rerouted her path toward the sound of Stevie's voice. Stevie, it's Haven. Everything okay? They both met at the edge of the fence. With Stevie instantly collapsing into Haven's arms, wrapping them up in a tight bear hug. Oh, Stevie, what's happening? Is everything all right? Stevie replied somberly. I I can't believe Stan Stan still still isn't isn't home. home. He's been been gone gone all weekend weekend and and I really, really really needed him today. today. Haven calmly responded. Please come and sit and tell me all about it, Stevie. I'll be right back. Haven dashed inside and returned with a sage bundle and a crystal bowl. She then began demonstrating how to play it, moving in a circular motion, allowing the frequencies to bathe her. Stevie soon took over, closing her eyes and matching the tone with her voice, mixed with her crying. Haven then lit the sage bundle and began walking around Stevie fanning the sage smoke with a turkey feather, directing it onto Stevie's body. 
After just a few minutes, Stevie's anxiety waned and her crying momentarily subsided. Stevie's ears perked up when she heard a car coming closer from down the road. She knew instantly that it was Stan by the blaring of Springsteen-like rock music. It was Stan's guilty pleasure to rock out with the windows down when he was really feeling life. She turned to Haven with a soft voice. Here he comes. With a strong embrace, she whispered on, Thank you. Thank you so much. Just what I needed. I definitely feel more balanced now. You and Rio have become such important people in my life. Haven replied, Sometimes life takes us away from what we want to prepare us for what we need. And yes, we are blessed. You're welcome. With that, Stevie scurried off, running her way up the front steps into the house, calling out for Stan. Stan! Hey, honey. Stan said as he turned to her with a giant grin on his face. Did you see the Panthers game last night? A last-second touchdown and walk-off win? It was unbelievable. His vibe felt contagious, but Stevie reminded herself of all that she had experienced that day and suddenly felt irritated by his overwhelmingly positive energy exuding from his being. She tried to hide her feelings of repulsion, but her slight facial expressions gave her away. What is it? What's up with you? Stan said in response to Stevie's face. Life is good, man. Stan, do you have any idea what I've been through today? Stevie forcefully volleyed back. Uh, no. I thought you would be excited and happy like me. I mean, you just got the job you said you wanted. You manifested it, right? What could be so bad? I thought you were all about being positive, Stan jabbed somewhat sarcastically. Upon hearing Stan's words, Stevie was overcome with a deep feeling of shame, embarrassment, and self-judgment. Stan was just regurgitating all the things she usually said to him when he was in a negative mood. But here she was, not knowing or wanting to simply change her current state of mind. Oh, oh my God, God Stan. Stan. I, I needed, needed you here when I got, got home. home. I needed I your support. support. I've had, had such a bad, bad day, day and now, now all you're, you're doing is attacking me. me. She then let out a loud, oh, out of frustration and stomped her way past him to the kitchen. Stan stood still in the same place still staring in the direction that Stevie previously occupied. His mouth was open at the point of making a sound, but nothing escaped. His eyes looked back and forth, as if to make contact with the imaginary crowd watching them spar and suggest, What's What's with with her? Internally, he just wanted to leave the scene of the friction and be alone or even go back to work, as this type of energy was really killing his high vibe. However, the trained, socially acceptable part of him caved in, and he took the bait as he walked slowly toward where she was getting a glass of water. Uh, so, I don't even know what's going on right now. I came home, I was in a good mood, I was happy to see you, I did nothing wrong, and now I'm getting yelled at, and I'm not even sure why. Stevie just wanted him to understand what she had been going through that day without having to utter the words out loud. The embarrassment that accompanied the feeling of believing the universe was, for once, giving her something she desperately wanted. 
or even needed, and then to suddenly rip it away like that was just incomprehensible. Stan, I did, I did not, not get, get the, job. the job. Why, Why can't, can't you take, take the, the hint? hint? Stevie directed at him in an over-masculine tone. Frustrated at her expectations of his mind-reading skills, or lack of, Stan began to lose his mood and succumb to the influential energies that Stevie was projecting. How was I supposed to know this? I'm not a mind reader, Steve's. Last I knew, you were saying you got the job, and you even texted me that during my Sunday time with the boys. Yeah, what's up with all that? As much as she wanted to sweep it all into the shadows, Stevie knew she finally had to talk about it. I I interviewed for for the the job. job. I I didn't didn't get get it. What What else else is there there to know? Stan's face showed a puzzled look. Why did you text me that you got it then? I'm so confused. Fine. I did a tarot reading and it basically confirmed that I would get the job. I swear it was a sign. It's what I've wanted, so I was celebrating and I just wanted to share that with you. Are you happy now? Stevie's admission created an awkward pause. Stan's face went from puzzled to confident as he thought he had solved the problem. Well, why would you think that? Why would you think that tarot cards would be absolutely correct? I mean, nothing in life is. Didn't you just buy that deck and start using them like two or three weeks ago? I feel like something like that would be more of a craft if it's even a real thing. Seems like something Rio would have good experience in. Did you happen to run it by them at all? He paused for a brief moment and then continued his onslaught of thoughts. And also, did you think you would just get a job with kids without having experience? Not trying to be mean here, but just to bring some logic into the situation. Stevie turned, a deeper shade of mad as she felt attacked by Stan's response, instead of the nurturing she was looking for. Stan... I I cannot cannot do do this this with you right now. now. You're You're so so frustrating. frustrating. I saw saw the signs. signs. I I thought thought I was was being divinely guided. I don't know what happened. And we never even had a moment to talk about our time with Rio and Haven. But I guess that will have to wait. She broke down into tears, (laughs) placing her hands over her eyes to catch the drips. She made her way past him and up toward the bathroom. As she slipped by, Stan responded to her in a quiet tone. Uh, you know, Haven and Rio seem to be pretty laid back and cool. All of this seems like something that they would be knowledgeable in. Doesn't seem like I'm helping at all. Stevie offered no acknowledgement of Stan's words as she entered the bathroom and shut the door behind her. Well, Alexander, I can definitely see myself in both sides of that argument between Stevie and Stan, and it just seems like a mess. There's a lot of things that we're going to be able to talk about with this one. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate. Like you say, most people, I think, have been on both sides of these types of debates and disagreements, and sometimes it's tough to receive back what you put out to other people. And uh, whether it's intentional or not, Stan kind of gets into a little bit of that reflecting back of what he hears from her all the time. So I think there's going to be a lot of 
dissection in very much depth in many different directions in this episode. Yeah, and in in like an argument, if you would call it that, like that, I feel like one person would think that they won, and maybe in this case Stan, because Mm -hmm. he, even though he was more on the calm side, he may think that he won or maybe tell his buddies, hey, you know, we had this argument, I was the good person or whatever. Mm -hmm. But there are things that both did that could be looked at more on like a subtle energy level. Yes, and that's what... Once again, we're not here to to judge or criticize. We're just showing how these types of situations affect us on all five of the levels. Again, the physical, the mental, the emotional, the energetic, and the spiritual or religious. And in this certain situation, Stevie is just off on all of those levels. And Stan's actually riding a rare high, it sounds like. And so when... Opposites attract many times in relationships, and many times those two opposites will play certain roles, but life does give us opportunities for those roles to be reversed, and it really seems like Stan relishes a little bit in that opportunity, but yeah, I think it's hard for him to find a win in it because he can't seem to bring her back around through to the end of the episode. So at the beginning, when Stevie's on her way home, There's a lot of internal reflection about what Stan is to her, and I feel like there's almost like an expectation of what the conversation or the sharing is going to be with her. And I have to say that I've done this before or many times where you have an issue and you run through the scenario in your head where you feel like, oh, I'm going to go talk to my significant other and they're going to nurture me and we're going to figure this out. And then you go to do it and it's nothing like you think it's going to be and you just get off on what your whole intention was and maybe they're not in the mood to receive or support you and Mm -hmm. then you have an emotional reaction because you had expectations on how you wanted to be received and then it's just like it's off the rails and you know who knows where it ends up yes and a big point to make in that is my saying of good intentions of the death of a wise one that we can go with the best of intentions, but the step that most people miss is really taking into account where this other person is on all five of these levels before we engage with that type of vulnerability, because that's really what it is. I want to work this out. I think I've got a way in mind to start the conversation, looking forward to resolving this, you know, but then pausing and going, okay, Are they just coming out of something from being distracted? Did they just get off the phone? There's many variables to help that situation be received because that's the problem. If it's not received and it's rejected or resisted, then it brings on an onslaught of even more emotions to deal with. Especially if when you're bringing something up to your partner and you're talking about how something made you feel, and if it is about them, they may feel like, oh, this is my fault, and immediately beyond the defense. So I feel like sometimes it's good to clear up, like, this has nothing to do with you. This is my own personal stuff that I'm experiencing. Yes, and uh, just to add on to that buffer that you just used, something as simple as saying, this is the way that I received what you just said or did, but I'm not saying that this is the way what you meant. And that's why I wanted to share this to make sure that I'm receiving this the way that you intended it. And 
that can sound like a very simple thing to do, but very few people take the time to do that in their communications with others. But it can really help with that communication because you're not blaming, you're not accusing. You're just saying, hey, I might have misread something. This is what experience that just caused me to have. And if they go right away, oh, no, no, that's not what I meant. And the receiver is willing to shift. That's the other key. Is the receiver willing to shift? Because we've all been in situations where we have corrected, and then that still isn't good enough. So a big question that we're going to get into here is, yes, whether people are looking to be right in situations or they're looking to be helpful and communicative in situations. Because, again, anytime somebody is right, someone else has to be wrong. And very rarely does somebody that feels like they're wrong, are they open to shifting their perspective? So we all have bad days, and it seems like Stevie had an expectation she was going to get that job, like we talked about in a previous episode, where she used the tarot cards and thought that she was getting the job, found out she didn't have this emotional reaction. So this is kind of past that. She's on her way home. She's finally going to be able to talk to Stan, and then he's not there. And so this is kind of like piling up, and luckily she runs into Haven, collapses in her arms and like almost in a desperate way. So my question is... Is there some sort of like attachment or need that Stevie isn't providing herself in some way that she got to this point and then needed somebody to like share that with? Or is there anything that we can bring in here from the just philosophy that she could have utilized to not have a get to that point? Or is this also just part of human nature where we want to share to feel like we're heard? Well, I think in Stevie's case, we just happen to know her destiny cards and her human design. And so her design doesn't create the need for that. But we're very codependent as a culture. And there's reasons that that codependency is pushed while marriage is pushed because it brings two people to be accountable for uh, like alone rather than one person. So there's there's agendas behind that. So that constant idea that everybody needs somebody else is constantly being supported. And when expectations exist, they normally fall like dominoes. And one expectation will run into another expectation that will run into another one. And this is why living with intention but outside of expectation is the way to live a peaceful life is that with intention, you accept the divine's way and how it plays out. With expectation, you want it a certain way or you're going to get upset. And so she had already been disappointed with the expectation that she was getting this job due to the reading. And then she built another expectation of, well, Stan hasn't been around all weekend. He'll be there when I get home. And then, of course, he wasn't. And then maybe even a third expectation of, okay, I'm finally going to get to see Stan and he's going to understand me. And then he didn't because he was in a different vibration. So I really want the listeners to listen to that domino effect of those expectations. We're not judging them. It's just shifting expectation 
to intention, living a life of intention is a big aspect that is supported by the just philosophy. Yeah, thank you for breaking that down more in a, a simple way because that leads us into getting into their interaction further where she finally gets to see Stan. Stan's in a really, really good mood coming off a high from watching a sports game. And Stevie almost expects him to know what she's been going through and then does not do a good job at communicating what she's feeling and then getting more frustrated at Stan because, one, he won't lower himself to almost share her frustration of what she experienced, but at the same time, she isn't really communicating it. And, like, this happens. I've seen it happen. I've done it. And it's a very unconscious behavior because when you can bring consciousness into it, simply she didn't share what happened. So how could he have any idea? But the way you kind of outlined the dominoes, you can see how just that frustration clouds our vision into just expecting somebody to know what we're going through, even because we don't even want to voice it because it maybe we're just so frustrated with it. Yeah. And I think this is a good example of roles being played in relationships. And many times, the person in Stevie's role just wants to feel supported without having to explain themselves. There's a subconscious blockage there because they know as they explain themselves, they know how they're going to sound. But with a lot of the masculine energy, and that doesn't have to be a male, but the masculine energy is the one that's looking to solve the problem. So they need to know the information so that they can solve the problem. And here is this ongoing different frequencies that many times relationships can be on to where one's trying to help or fix the other one when they're not looking to be helped or fixed. They're just looking to be nurtured. And in that situation, maybe Stan could have asked less questions and just gave her a hug or something like that. And those are the kind of things in the breakdown of the full conversation that we're actually going to give some step-by-step things that both parties could do to help out in these situations. Yeah, and even some of the stuff that Stan was bringing up, like regurgitating a lot of the stuff that Stevie would say to him, which is around more of like affirmations or positive thinking. And some of that can be almost just words if you don't really understand why you're saying those things. And she kind of got a taste of that medicine because she was frustrated. She was in her emotions. And him just saying those things means nothing. It actually creates more frustration because it's so hard for somebody to set their emotions aside and just like snap out of it especially mm-hmm. when somebody's telling them to snap out of it. Yes, and that's very common and and happens quite often with people first getting into the metaphysical world or different spiritual path, and they just want to share what they've learned. But when you try to direct people over a period of time and then you falter, many times that is going to be put right back into your face because it's not about how much you can be in love when everything is good. I mean, being in love is a beautiful thing. But the challenge is when you are being challenged with confrontation or some type of loss. And can you remain in that love vibration? And that's where the spiritual level from the Just Velocities position is around trust and faith and non-judgment. And that trust and faith is the ability to stay in that vibration of love or connected to the divine, even when the challenges arise. 
Yeah, and that gets into some other stuff that I want to get into in the the complete conversation around exemplification, which goes with what Stan is questioning Stevie about the tarot cards, about working with children. Why did she think that these things were going to work when she doesn't have experience behind it? Oftentimes when the logical or the mental level is brought up, it can really bring frustration to the person that's stuck in the emotional level. And that's why normally the emotional level can't be resolved with the other person being in the mental level. We're just talking different frequencies, different vibrations, and that's why we mention all five of these levels over and over because if you want to optimally communicate with somebody, meet them on their level. And then lastly, I want to get into in the complete conversation is how Stevie, through that whole interaction, was not grounded and how or ways that she could have gotten grounded, got out of her emotions, and maybe tried to see it more objectively and neutrally. And then Stan initially seems like he is, you know, very neutral. But then we can get into how it seems like he is just detaching and almost creating more friction by being so lax in his responses and almost laughing at her because he's in a joyous mood and she's looks to be acting very overdramatic from his point of view. And so him not even like trying to connect in a way emotionally causes her to get even more angry. Yes, yes. And we affect each other in that way. And, you know, this is why discipline and structure is so important for people, for you to practice something consistently. So when you do get knocked off course, you have something in you to practice to bring you back to be centered, whether that's breathing exercises or vocal toning or grounding exercises. And so Stevie didn't have anything like that established. And then, yes, Stan, he's normally the one that is more centered and grounded. And in this opportunity, he didn't seem to be as supportive as he could have been for Stevie. But at the same time, he wasn't willing to give up his so-called good vibe to kind of meet her there. So there's a middle ground, and we'll get into how you can meet somebody at their level without fully letting go of the vibration that you're carrying. Yeah, really looking forward to this one and breaking down all the subtle energies in that interaction. And I feel like many people can get a lot out of that because they're so, so common. So come over and join us in the complete conversation. Looking forward to meeting you there. See you there. Thank you for listening to this free version of our Inward Journey story series. To hear the complete conversation and go deeper into how these characters can bring in more consciousness, utilizing the tools and techniques of the Just Philosophy, head on over to wisewisepodcast.com and become a premium member. You'll get to hear all of our complete conversations and begin your self-development journey with us. We honor your dedication to self-growth, overall wellness, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. Continue on your self-growth journey by visiting thejustphilosophy.com where you are able to connect personally by booking a private consultation with Alexander in person, by phone, or Zoom. Uncover your authentic self more easily with a human design or destiny card consultation. Here you will gain information about your energetic makeup, personality, 
and your higher self, as well as navigating your way through your relationships. There are also multiple types of reports available for purchase that help you gain insight into your career, relationships, and opportunities for self-growth. The site also allows you to view a calendar of Alexander's live performances and class schedule, peruse other products such as shirts, CDs, and finally, the revolutionary VibroTune vibrational sound therapy tables. These contoured therapy tables allow you to bathe in a vibrational sonic bath of frequencies, bringing you into alignment on all levels. You will be feeling and hearing calming music synced through vibration and frequency. So again, you can grab all this goodness at thejustphilosophy.com, T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. The Just Philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 25 years in his personal studies, private practice, and professional environment. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only and is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We want to thank you for working on you. Keep shining your light and refining your vibe.